Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Goes by the pseudonym most nerdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Bo Scouts goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. It is Wednesday, of course. Your Rush Hour here on WABC. If you'd like to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC's number, 800-848-9222. Lots to do, of course. Uh, if you're in the 6th borough of New York, Palm Beach County, Florida, you're being spared, but people are being hammered in uh, other parts of the Florida Peninsula. Uh, Fort Myers, if you've seen any of the pictures coming out of there, good grief. It looks like portions of major portions of that city are under are going underwater. I mean, the water is rising so quickly. It is just. Uh, in fact, there was a cam shot that I saw, and the person that put up the camera said the camera was at six feet level, and the water was rushing right past this camera. Oh, and uh, the person said he didn't know how long the camera was going to last because the water is up to the camera. So, if you can imagine being on the ground standing in six feet of water. Other places, they said the stop. The water was up to the stop signs in some parts of Florida. I don't recall the exact location of that. Don't want to give any misinformation, but it is, it is. Hurricane Ian's ugly. It's it's going to hurt a lot of people in terms of property damage. We hope hope that there will be no loss of life. The Coast Guard is preparing in case they have to do uh, water rescues. And, of course, what is a hurricane these days without having it politicized by the left? I mean, that is what liberals seem to do. We have some examples of it. We're going to play you one, cut one, of one of the examples. It's a well-known voice from the network CNN with his take on the hurricanes. Can you tell us what this is and what effect climate change has on this phenomenon? 
Well, we can come back and talk about climate change uh, at a later time. I want to focus on the here and now. We think the rapid intensification is probably almost done. There could be a little bit more intensification as it's still over the warm waters of the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico, but I don't think we're going to get any more rapid intensification. If you look here, you can actually see, pretty interesting for your viewers, you can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall, and that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eye wall, and that should arrest development. Uh, so listen, I just, I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change, but what, what effect does climate change no, have on this? No, he didn't say he wanted to talk about climate change. You did. He said later on, let's just deal with the real thing. That's, of course, Don Lemon trying to ingest. Don Lemon, who Donald Trump called... I, maybe I shouldn't. Do you remember the, what Donald Trump called Don Lemon? He called him the stupidest man on television at one point. But I don't want to get into name calling, and I'm not calling him that, but that's what former President Trump called him. Um, and, and, of course, this is this whole, liberals do this all the time now. It's as if no hurricanes has, have ever been as intense as the hurricanes we're seeing now. Does anyone, Don, maybe you were a baby in diapers. Or maybe not diapers. When Hurricane, maybe you weren't even born when Hurricane Andrew hit Florida. And it wiped out, wiped out everything almost in its path. Florida has been hit with two Cat 5 hurricanes in the past. Before you people in the left even started talking about global warming, there were intense hurricanes. There have been intense cyclones and hurricanes of course, cyclones are what they call them in, in, in parts of the world, Asia. We have had intense cyclones and intense hurricanes since the beginning of time. But oh no, Mr. Lemon and the left think that now these hurricanes are somehow different because they have a political agenda called global warming. They also have a political agenda to try to attack Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis got on top of this one early. He, he called a state of emergency very early on. He's been organizing uh, for relief for Florida's counties early on. But that didn't stop the press. Listen to how a member of the mainstream press tries to go after DeSantis. But the thing you got to love about DeSantis, he's not having it. This is the quote from Governor DeSantis about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that perhaps, they ever perhaps he That was from The View. That was Joy Behar, <clears throat> whose intellect speaks for itself. That's what Governor DeSantis said about, about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with the hurricane. Florida's been hit with hurricanes, Miss um, Behar, since before it was known as Florida. And now the reporter that tried to take on Ron DeSantis. That would be cut three. FEMA Administrator Chris Wall said today that she acknowledged concerns that of Florida's, as it was said, lacks response to the storm so far, and that whoa, some whoa, whoa, whoa. give me a break. That is nonsense. Stop politicizing, okay? Stop it. 
We declared a state of emergency when this thing wasn't even formed. We've had people in here. You've had counties doing. Uh, they've done a lot of hard work. And, and honestly, you're trying to attack me, I get. But, like, you're attacking these other people who've worked very hard. And so, so that's just totally false. Um, I don't think we've ever, certainly since I've been governor, declared a state of emergency this early. Uh, we made sure that we were very inclusive with it. We said that there was a lot of uncertainty, and, and we've worked to make sure um, the preparations that have been done and all the, the stuff, you talk to the people at the counties when they've needed something, stuff gets there very quickly because of what Kevin and his team have done. Yeah, yeah. So here you have a reporter. So others have said this lacks, uh, lacks response. These, these, these journalists are just, and I love, I love the way that Ron DeSantis, Mr. DeSantis is not having it. The governor just calls these reporters straight out. Now, since we're playing audio, I want to play two things for you that have nothing to do with the hurricane but have to do with something else. And I'm not going to let this go. I am not going to let this go. That is the biggest scandal in human history, the scandal over COVID, which in part also has to deal with vaccines. There is a doctor who was one of the first to sign on to the vaccines. In fact, you will hear him say that he has had two of them. Now, he was a proponent of vaccines. He is, this is cut five, he is now saying something that you perhaps ought to hear. His name is Dr. Asim Malhotra. Dr. Asim Maholtra, listen to this. Double jabbed and being one of the first to take the Pfizer vaccine. I have, after several months, critical double jabbed and being one of the first to take the Pfizer vaccine. I have, after several months, critically appraising the data, speaking to eminent scientists in Oxford, Stanford and Harvard, speaking to two investigative medical journalists and being contacted by two Pfizer whistleblowers, reluctantly concluded that this vaccine is not completely safe and has unprecedented harms, which leads me to conclude that it needs to be suspended until all the raw data has been released for independent analysis. This doctor, you heard him say twice somehow, that he was double jabbed, meaning he's gotten two of the vaccine. He was, he was a proponent of the vaccines. And now reluctantly, he is calling for all of the vaccines mandates to be stopped until people can look at the information and determine what, independently determine what's going on because of the harm that they are causing to some people. We have a nurse who is out speaking about the growing number of myocardial cases among children. Let's hear from her. And this is difficult to listen to. I came before you guys a year ago. I'm a nurse, or at least I was, at Rady Children's in the cardiovascular intensive care unit until Nathan and his misinformation pandemic caused me to lose my job. 
I took care of those children who came in with myocarditis after the vaccine. And I talked to the doctors because I was a charge nurse saying, why aren't we reporting these to VAERS? Who is going to report these to VAERS? It was an unspoken thing that we were not allowed to talk about openly on the unit. I've worked for 13 years in this community, taking care of some of the sickest patients. The day before I was taken away from my position, I was actively giving compressions to a child, pushing Abby, pushing calcium into his veins to keep him alive. And we did, and he went home. And yet, I was ridiculed by those who are supposed to be my colleagues and my friends. I am the face of your misinformation campaign, Nathan. I am the one who lost my career in pediatric cardiovascular ICU care. I took care of children who had COVID. I never got COVID in the hospital. I tested twice a week. I wore my PPE because I loved my job and I loved this community. Thank you. Now, let me just say this about that. There are many others in our medical communities, doctors, nurses, you heard this woman She's committed to taking care of people. This is her passion. This is her life's work. This is her mission. She was stripped from her job. She's asking doctors, why aren't you reporting what's going on? She's asking the medical community that you depend on, why won't you tell the truth? Why won't you let us report what is actually happening? Why won't you let us tell people what is happening? I don't think this woman's a liar. I think we owe it to her. I think we owe it to everybody who works in the medical community who's concerned about integrity and character to find out what's happening here. Why are we continuing? This is fading from public attention. It's over. People can't wait for COVID to be over. We are living in the midst of the biggest scandal in human history. And for the families that are continuing to lose people, for children that are dying with no stated reason. There are people inside the medical community who are complicit in their deaths because they're not allowing their stories to be told. This is not just happening in the United States. Mark Stein has done amazing work uncovering what is happening in other Western countries here with this. Folks, this is a huge, huge scandal. It undermines everything we know about public health. It undermines trust in your government. It undermines the trust that medical communities are supposed to have with their patients. This is serious business. We ignore this. And we are putting our entire medical profession and honesty at risk. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, is Rush Hour. We're coming back. We've got more news, more things to cover, and your phone calls coming up. Don't go away.
The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Today, in 1976, Stevie, Songs in the Key of Life. This album brings back so many memories for me. I heard some of the tracks before they were released. But not in their finished version. I ran out to the store so that I could have this album. And I remember listening to it that afternoon, the whole thing, and just being enthralled. It was a double album. It is a double album. And if there is a masterpiece album for Stevie among his other masterpieces, I think this is it. So many hits. Good. Okay, we just got through talking about health. We're going to talk about more of songs in the key of life later. Because I want to hear some cuts before we leave here. But I have to we just got through talking about health. And I, I have to ask the, the young'uns here that work here. We have a great young staff at WABC. That's one of the reasons the station is on fire. We have so many people in the younger generation and I always look to them for guidance to see how much their generation knows about things that are in the news because it's very helpful. There is a disease that right now apparently is spreading. And it apparently is afflicting people. So we have Jen and we have Ava. Is that correct? We have Jen and Ava here too. Hi, Bo. Hi. Hello. Good. Have you ever heard of the bacteria called... Uh, Treponium palladium, palladium, whatever it is. No. I, I no. have not. I only heard about it when um, I cut the cut for you. Mm. <laughs> no, that's not the one, honey. Oh, all right. Not oh. That one. <laughs> mm-hmm. This has another name. It's known by uh, this word called syphilis. <clears throat> have you ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you know about syphilis? It's a sexually transmitted disease. (laughs) Yes, it's transmitted. But 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 what are the symptoms and how can it affect people? More silence. Uh Mm -hmm. Crickets. Crickets. Rashes. Rashes. Rashes, you say? Okay. Discomfort. Mm -hmm. Discomfort. Mm Mm-hmm. You go to the do- you go to the doctor once a year and they tell you if you have it or not. There you go. Is that what happens? Yeah, you go for your you go to the lady doctor once a year. She tells you if you have it, and if you got it, you get to take care of it. I mean, I hope it doesn't get to that point, Jen. Then, then you're infertile if you wait that long. Okay, so <clears throat> I just liked I, I wanted to get what you knew about it before I went into the news story because. I need you all in your young generation to make sure that your friends know what's going on here. Uh, it is a sexually transmitted disease. It is now surging. 27% increase. 
it is at a 30-year high, which means people in your generation have never experienced this disease in mass forms. Now, <clears throat> here are some of the symptoms. It can you you can have uh, concave sores that typically appear in the mouth. I don't know how it ends up there. Or genitals about three weeks after sexual contact with an infected person. I told you rashes. Oh, so it can be at the back of the throat. I don't know how it ends up there. It can be in, (laughs) excuse me? What? Nothing. Yeah. It can be at the back of the throat. It can be inside the vagina. It could also be in the rectum, says uh, Jerry Klausner, professor at the University of Southern California and the former director of the STD Prevention and Control Services at the San Francisco Department of Health. People may not be aware of it at all because the symptoms are painless. They can last from three to six weeks. They can disappear without treatment. However, who said rash? Who was it that said rash? Jen, hi, I did. Hi, Jen, you said rash. Okay. A few weeks after the sores go away, you're still infectious. A second phase of the infection typically sets in with a rash on your hands or your feet. Other symptoms include fever, swollen lymph glands, sore throat, headaches, patchy hair loss, muscle aches, and fatigue. The rash can also be so faint you don't even notice it. And this is serious. If you don't get it treated and it goes to the third phase, you can have damage to your organs. That leads to neurological problems, heart issues, loss of sight, and yes, it can cause death. It is surging in the United States, and it is surging among the younger generation. I still don't know how you people, how, anyway. I, so I need you guys to be in your generation to be aware of this and to please let other people in your generation know not to take this lightly. This is this I is just serious. got an issue, though. You didn't ask Kevin if he knew anything about syphilis. Yeah, what the hell? Men can get it, too. It's not only women. Kevin, what do you know about syphilis? Absolutely nothing. Thank you. See? See, not only women can uh, yeah, get it. You yeah. were keep, you were you were keeping uh, Kevin um, in the corner over there. I have heard of the term before, but I do not know its specifics. If that helps, but I have I don't know exactly what syphilis uh, well, entails. Well, now you do. And so, in your generation, please, and I'm I'm not kidding about this. This is really serious because if this thing continues to, I mean, twenty seven percent increase is really serious. This disease is surging. And it is one of those that if we do not get in the United States a handle on this, this is going to cause major, major health problems. Is that the one that causes uh, insanity? Yes. That's the one that the gangsters were getting back in like the Not the gangsters. Al Capone had it untreated and eventually died of it. Yeah. Yeah. So aren't you glad for this little uh, public service lesson that you uh, got today? Woo! Uh, Ladies, no. Very, no. very informative. Thank you, thank you. You're quite welcome. Please share. Thanks. With the, yeah, you're welcome. Please share it with your contemporaries out there, and for you older people, it can hit you too. So don't play around with this. This is serious business. Most early's rush hour coming back. A lot more to go right after this. 
The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah, that's when I asked them, how are these young people getting this at the back of their mouths? My nurse, who is the greatest nurse in the world, has just asked me to remind people about the Tuskegee experiment. And that is something that the American government did with black men from Tuskegee, where they basically gave them syphilis, left them untreated so they could watch what happened. Your government, your federal government at work. That was back in the day, of course. Um, <clears throat> there is a new, this is also some health news, and you, I might have to health because it's important, and I'm just going to bring this to your attention. For those of you who have people in your family suffering with Alzheimer's disease, which is, there is a new treatment that you can look up. All you have to do is Google search it. There's a Japanese pharmaceutical comp- company. I don't know how the, to pronounce it. I believe it's Asai. E-I-S-A-I. It's American Partners Biogen. They have come up with something that's in trials right now, promising. It slows the rate of cognitive decline for people with Alzheimer's by 27% in a phase three clinical trial. According That's according to a new press release. So if you're looking for solutions for Alzheimer's, we may have something promising. Just wanted to bring that to your attention as we move in. Now, Ron DeSantis, we mentioned earlier, the reporters are going after him for trying to, they say, they're just trying to politicize the response that Florida has. And it was a quick response to this horrific hurricane that is taking place. But Randy Weingarten, who's head of the teachers union, one of the uh, American Federation of Teachers, got into a little Twitter war. She ends up trying to insult Ron DeSantis and then swerves into not knowing history where she cites Emperor DeSantis gives an absurdly false version of how he expects history to be taught And she says it was the American Revolution that caused people to question slavery, which is wrong. No one had ever questioned it before we decided as Americans that we are endowed by our creator with unalienable rights. That was a tweet that Weingarten responded to and then said the American Revolution was about leaving Britain. If America's founded questioned slavery, there would not have been the heinous three-fifths compromise in the U.S. Constitution, which was drafted and enacted after the American Revolution, basic history. She doesn't even know the history of the compromise. The history of the compromise was so that southern states could be reined in and not have the power to determine the outcome of the Constitution. And Randy Weingarten knows nothing, apparently, about American history, or very little. MSNBC's Joy Reid went after DeSantis also over, he said he's too, she said that he's too busy owning liberals and appearing on television 
<clears throat> rather than doing his job with Hurricane Ian. I guarantee you, Miss Reed, every resident in Florida would rather have Governor DeSantis running the state right now than have someone like you in charge of anything in their lives. Anything. The confidence in him over you. Here's something that ought to give you pause. You're not going to hear about it, I dare say, in many other places besides this show. A review by Federal Oversight Agency, by a Federal Oversight Agency. I want you to pay attention to this, please, folks. Please pay attention to this. A review by a Federal Oversight Agency has found that a quarter, one-fourth, a quarter of Head Start grant recipients, federally funded programs that provide child care for low-income families, a quarter of them, one-fourth of them, of these grant recipients, had incidents of child abuse, lack of supervision, or unauthorized release of these children to adults. This is a report from the Office of the Inspector General of the Department of Health and Human Services. So what they're finding out, can you imagine all the money that we spend on Head Start, all of this money, and a quarter, one quarter of those in Head Start had either, this is for low-income kids. Who are the low-income kids? One quarter instances of child abuse, lack of supervision, or unauthorized releases to adults. Chelsea Clinton in the news. Chelsea Clinton, this is from Pack Review today. Chelsea Clinton is saying that Fox News was created because Rupert Murdoch recognized a great marketing opportunity because of her family. Her family was a great target of Fox. So Chelsea Clinton is out bragging, bragging that it's because of the Clintons that Fox News was created. This privileged little girl knows nothing. Rush Limbaugh demonstrated Roger Ailes was Rush Limbaugh's executive producer for the Rush Limbaugh show that did extremely well, even though liberals did everything they can to block it, including putting it on in the middle of the night in some cases, doing everything they can to block it. Rush Limbaugh's television show had a dedicated audience. It was immediately after the success of Rush Limbaugh's TV show that Roger Ailes got together with Rupert Murdoch, and that was the brainchild of Fox News. The Clintons were a byproduct. They were part of, of course, what was covered along with the rest of the news. But Rush Limbaugh identified the market in the United States that there were half the country not being serviced by the left, by the left media. Chelsea Clinton, your mommy and daddy were insignificant to Fox News being founded. Mika Brzezinski on PMSNBC says, and get this, that it is not Christian. What's not Christian? The GOP Republican stance on illegal immigration. She's predicting it's going to backfire in the midterms. That it's not Christian. 
It's not right, and it's inhumane. Mika Brzezinski. Now, I feel very awkward saying what I'm about to say because we're all imperfect human beings, and so it's really difficult to try to come off and say, oh, well, I'm this, that, or another. But Mika Brzezinski, you have a lot of nerve standing up and lecturing us on what's not Christian. What's not Christian? What's not right? Perhaps, Mika, maybe you might consider that sleeping with another woman's husband for years under her nose while you're doing a television show with that woman's husband isn't necessarily Christian either. Maybe you'll address that one day. Shut the hell up! But Mika Brzezinski giving us lectures on what's not right, it's also not right to break the laws of other countries. It's not right to expect the taxpayers in this country should fund illegal behavior. But you dare not go too deeply into what's Christian or not about that because, frankly, once again, you're coming from a apparently a limited knowledge base. We've got calls coming up. Your calls coming up on any number of issues. Again, 19, when was it, Kevin? 1978 today, September 28th, 1978 or 77? 77. 77. Songs in the Key of Life. Do you have Knocks Me Off My Feet Handy? One of my favorite songs from that album. Indeed I do. Let's go to the break with that. James Golden, most literally here, WABC Talk Radio 77. Coming back, your calls are coming up, so don't go away. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Anniversary is today. I see us in the park, strolling the summer days of imaginings in my head, and words from our hearts told only to the wind, spelled even without being said. I don't want to go. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. From Songs in the Key of Life, which is bringing us back, the name of the song is Black Man. Uh, This world belongs to you and me, belongs to everybody. My friend, Imhotep, Gary Bird, my mentor, my older brother. Co-wrote this song with Stevie. Man. We pledge allegiance 
That was one of two. The second song, tragically, that Gary co-wrote with Stevie on this amazing album. Would you like to go with me? Nothing's changed. Down my dead end street. Would you like to come with me? See the people lock their doors while robbers laugh and steal. New York City today. Beggars watch and eat their meals from garbage It's amazing when you listen back and you hear what we were talking about then and we're talking about it now. Gary Bird, Imhotep Gary Bird, Stevie Wonder. He wrote five songs with Stevie, two of them on this multi-Grammy winning album, Stevie's Masterpiece, Songs in the Key of Life. Let us head to the telephones and let us start with Stu in Brooklyn, New York. Stu, thank you for holding. Thank you for waiting. Hey, James. Good afternoon. James, uh, this hurricane is a teachable moment about the limitations of electric vehicles. Can you imagine trying to uh, flee Florida now in a Tesla with a limited range and you can't get anywhere where you can recharge? Well, you have 300 miles. Now, let's face it. If you're in Florida, 300 miles would take you from one coast to the other if you're fully charged. It would also take you from southern Florida up midway, maybe through the state, before you have to charge again. And there are charging stations. I have friends who have Teslas. But there is, but, but you, you, look, you, you're raising an amazing point. There's a meme that has spread all around Twitter today. In fact, on my Twitter feed, at Bo Snurley, I even reposted the picture. If so, it's of an electric charging station that, that's lots of these charges, and it's underwater. Like, you're going to go put your electric car, stand in the water, and take a chance to charge this thing. So, I mean, you, 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 there are lots of teachable moments about this. There are lots of teachable moments. Can you imagine also if Ron DeSantis wasn't nearly as competent as he was? And the liberals are still going after him. And this is probably the best managed we have seen any governor try to get ahead of a situation. You know, he's ordered already out portable cell towers so that people can be in touch with people via cell when the cell towers go out. This guy is amazingly, look, he's, this is the reason that he's having such a a response in his state. He's competent. Thank you for the call. It is a teachable moment, Stu. Let's go to Wilfred in Newark, New Jersey. Wilfred, welcome to the WABC. You're on Bo Snerly's Rush Hour. Thank you for taking my call. I called you a couple months ago and told you about the uh, vaccine that you not, but that vaccine creates a lot of people have been getting heart attacks, just dropping dead, and it was proven over there in uh, uh, Great Britain, one of the cities over there. Well, in the beginning, uh, two years. mm -hmm. Excuse me. No, no. I mean, yeah, you're right about Great Britain. And that's one of the things Mark Stein has been, our own Mark Stein has been very involved in bringing the truth out about what is happening to people. And right now, the incidence of death among young, healthy people 
has spiked like you can't believe. The common factor that many of them have or apparently have, and again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but the common element among many, and people are trying to see if for sure there is a causation, is the fact that they've been the fact that they've been vaccinated. And now you have this doctor who was a pro-vaccine doctor saying, wait a minute, we have got to stop this until we look at all the data and have all the data independently verified. I don't want to go off on the deep end on this, but but Wilfred, you were ahead of the curve on this. And and this is a problem. It is a growing problem. Go ahead, Wilfred. Oh, uh, you have to, when you be talking about uh, the country being taken over, this is all part of that. But the big, you no know, big scam you talk about. Yeah, this is it. They knew a couple of months. There was one of the doctors that helped make that vaccine. He said this vaccine, uh, the. It's not a vaccine like you think, you know. It's a man-made thing. And he said it's going to create another problem because you're going to cut off one part of your DNA, you know, and you know what I mean? Well, I've heard all sorts of things about the impact of DNA. Also, don't forget there was a story in the Daily Mail, and I can pull up this citation if I have to. I'll look for it that talked about the fact that there was a Moderna patent that was found, a two-year-old Moderna patent that was found inside one of the viruses. I'll have to get the exact language for you. There's a lot going on that has to be answered for. And so far, the government is not asking the questions. The questions are being raised by doctors and nurses who work inside the system and by others who know about the health care system. And they're saying this information is being suppressed. The public is not being told. Meanwhile, you still have, you still have. There was a news story the other day about the abysmal rate of Americans uh, signing on to the latest booster. Only 1.5% of eligible Americans are going for it. It's crazy. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. We got to run. I appreciate it. Very quickly, Derek in Kentucky, you've got maybe a minute or less. Go ahead, Derek. What's your point? (laughs) Thank you, James. I'm a longtime Rush listener. We miss, I miss him. We all do. Uh, I love the job that your sound crew does with putting the bits uh, in between your speech. I know it's got to drive you crazy sometimes talking through it, but when you got President Biden saying, what am I doing? There you go. That's right. What am I doing here? My, my favorite is AOC going, I'm the boss. But from last week, if y'all could start huge and search your heart, that one was just a mantra that just needs to be put back in their face. I mean, personally, I think the residents of Martha's Vineyard need to search their heart and find some homes for, you know, for their middle income and their lower income people and, and do something about, you know, all the care that they supposedly have for those illegal immigrants. But, but thank you for the time. Have a great day. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate those very kind words. And, yeah, there, uh, the, the Martha's Vineyard thing has been swept out of the front pages because Democrats realize how desperately it was hurting their cause. So we're not going to be hearing too much more about Martha's Vineyard. Or what happened now, Orchard Beach. Some people pronounce it Orchid, some say Orchard. But anyway, there are protests going on that uh, over Mayor Adams' tent city that is coming up. We're supposed to be playing music right now, but we're not. Now we are. It's time to say goodbye. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow for Bo Snurley's Rush Hour, the Thursday edition. Catch at night up next. 
see you tomorrow. Bye.